This is the Welcome to Perth podcast, showcasing the stories behind our events, entertainment and lifestyle. These are the stories of how they came to be and what the future has in coming. Welcome to the next episode of Welcome to Perth Catch-Ups. Uh, I've got Clint Nolan here from Lavish Habits Group. Uh, Clint's a busy man uh, and he has been for over 15 years now. So you've got Henry Summer, which we are here right now. Uh, we've got La Chalita, which Correct. is having its 10-year anniversary. Uh, we've also got Sneaky Tonys. Mm-hmm. And we've got Alabama Song. Yes. And there's one other. Joe's Juice Joint. Joe's Juice Joint. So you go, you take us to a different sort of place in the world each time. That's the idea, yeah. <laughs> um, and mate, um, so well, firstly, congratulations, because I've been to all those venues and they're, yeah, they're really quality and um, they're standing the test of time, which in Perth is a pretty tough thing to do. Yeah, thanks. Um, now, mate, how did, it, how did it all start? So I know you're, you're a chef. Uh, originally, correct. Um, t- why? How did you go from being a chef to going? All right, I actually want to get into um, owning and operating venues. Uh, I was living with a mate in uh, Canada, in Vancouver, uh, and we were. He was front of house. Uh, I was chef, and we'd chat about, uh, as you do, coming home from work, about us opening our own venue. Um, so returning to Australia, uh, looked at Sydney and Sydney was extremely uh, expensive at the time, and still is. Uh, looked at Melbourne, and uh, Melbourne was very competitive. Uh, and, the, and the gentleman, Miles, was from, was from Perth, and he said, why don't we go to Perth and do something there? Um, I came over a couple of times and had a look, and uh, we found a place to put an offer in, and the offer was accepted. So moved to Perth and opened Open Harvest in North Fremantle. Awesome, so that was, was that your first time visiting Perth? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah it was. And just moved over and pulled the trigger? Yep. Yeah, and so that was Harvest and you were doing that with your business partner? Correct, So For he the was, first few years, yeah. He was front of house, you were um, head chef? Yep. And how did it go those first couple of years? Oh look, it was, it's, Har- Harvest was a, a labour of love, it was, it's, uh, I, I loved it but it was extremely challenging. I was a young, uh, young chef that wanted to put my stamp on the world and, and um, you know, create my food and put it out there. And it's, uh, it was challenging financially. It was, it was challenging mentally and emotionally. It was, but it was great, and I loved it. Um, ran that for uh, 11 years, I think, in total, uh, and, and, and moved it on to some staff that used to work for us, who are running a habitual now. It's great. Yeah, awesome. Mm. And so then from there. Um, you didn't do the next venue with your business partner? No, I went, went on solo. Yep. Um, just with the change in the small bar or the introduction of the small bar category. Um, and got a small site in South Fremantle, um, Who's Your Mama? And just set that up on a shoestring. Uh, tried to create a, a nice local cocktail bar, which was, wasn't available back then in, in Fremantle. Mm. Uh, and it was great. It's a great little business. Um, Great little vibe, and still going today, which is which I'm really proud of. It's yep. nice. Uh, yeah, and then from from there, um, always wanted to be in Northbridge. Uh, I love Northbridge. It's got that grittiness of a of a city that I like, uh, and, and being the entertainment area, and you know, it's 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 busy all the time. It's it's awesome. So um, 
Lachalita became uh, was available. It was a vacant site. So uh, was it a restaurant before that? Yeah, yeah a, a that. very long-standing, I think for 40 years, Villa Italia. Uh, any uh, you know old crew in Perth will always say that all their birthdays were spent there, and um, all any celebrations were always done at Villa Italia. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd uh, just came back from Mexico, and my head chef from Harvest, uh, which I still had at the time, was he'd spent time in Mexico as well. Mm -hmm. And we were just laughing one day and said, why don't we just do a taco place? And uh, he said, well, that's a great idea. And so we went on to, to open La Chalita, um, and it, it went nuts overnight. Mm. It was extremely popular and um, yeah, it was, it, and it's still going strong today, which is great. Tacos and cocktails, margaritas. That's, yeah. It's a good, it's a good combination. And uh, yeah, it, it's, it, was, it was a different concept, I think, for Perth too. And the fact that you could sit at the bar, it was very casual. Um, you know the tunes were loud, and uh, yeah, it's 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 just, it, it went off. It was great. And so that that was a restaurant license, though not a not a bar license. It is, it is still a still yeah. a restaurant license. Yeah. yeah, but you've made it into feeling like it is that sort of correct nearly bar. Yeah, yeah it's borderlines on, on well, it feels like a bar. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, well done. Um, and then so from there, um, then well, you've still got that one. And it, yeah, congratulations again. Ten years um, to have a restaurant uh, in Perth is yeah. There's not many people that can say they've they've done that, mate. So that's awesome. No, it's tough, but mm -hmm. um, the team there are fantastic. Uh, and it's yeah, it's really about the the, the teams and the people that, that work for us, and they run a tight ship, and it's great, really good. What's um, what's some of the hardest things about um, operating a, a restaurant? Oh, any any hospitality venue, it's 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 people, it's the staff to to you know take your idea and, and run with it. Like I can I can create a venue and a feeling and and and, and do a, a food menu and a, and a drinks list, but it's really about the, the people that carry off the I guess the ethos of the venue to the customer uh, and and the feeling and, and the just the overall style comes from them. Mm. Um, yeah, it's it's the staff that make that make a venue and they it's the staff that are the hardest thing to manage yeah. and find and retain and retain yeah yeah so you find they'll because they've go to one of your venues now other people will try to poach them because they've been you know built up in a in a good culture that happens yeah i don't, I don't like it imagine that that's pretty frustrating yeah it's a, <laughs> it's a little frustrating um but you know that's uh, that's something that other other operators do it's not my not my jam and a lot of people don't um we're all in the same boat together and we're all paddling in the same direction, so mm. it just makes it hard and yep. it's already hard enough. And so then we've, you've done a lot of venues really in the last four years. You've, you've pulled the trigger on, on, um, on many different sort of vibes. So out of Alabama Song, Sneaky Tony's, um, Joe's Juice Joint, um, which, is your, which is your most challenging one out of those three? Challenging? Um... Hey, man, I don't, I don't find them, I don't find them to be challenging. I suppose I, uh, they're all, they're all great. They all have their own, their own style and their own feel. Um, and it's just, it's, yeah, the, yeah. I don't find them challenging at all. Um, I love the setting up of, of the venues and, and getting them, uh, coming up with the ideas and, and the designing and uh, the drinks lists and the food. And I just, it's all part of uh, a fun ride for me. Yeah. Yeah. So does that mean you go to Alabama and you go to different little bars or, or, or on, on a working holiday to get these ideas? Correct, yes. Not, not at the moment with, uh, <laughs> with COVID, but yeah, absolutely. Try, try to travel a lot and get ideas from 
wherever we go. Yeah. Uh, and having having lived over in Canada and um, spending a fair bit of time travelling through the states, uh, a lot of a lot of the ideas for Sneaky Tonys and Alabama came from there, and and Joe's I guess too, mm. being a diver. Yeah. And then um, now we come across to Henry Summer. So you've had <clears throat> Henry Summer for three years now. Correct. Yep. yep. And so where did you get the idea uh, for this venue? Uh, well. A lot of it, I suppose, was was Bali, um, and just the feeling of when you you, you go to, to uh, or anywhere in Asia, I suppose, uh, just that summer kind of vibes, good tunes. You know, we're just lacking a, a pool, um, <laughs> and that was the idea. So you just come away. It's tropical. It's luscious. Uh, the cocktails are fun and uh, appealing, and I wanted to create a venue that wasn't a a pub. Or, or your standard beer garden. I wanted to create something for, it was a lot more lady friendly, um, a lot prettier. Uh, and I think, I think we've done, a, I think it's come along well. Yeah, yeah it's awesome. I, I love, love the greenery. It's always a good vibe whenever I come down here, so. Yeah, you needed help on this one because it was so big. So there was an architect uh, who, who did a lot of the layout and got, got a nice flow. And then I got an interior designer um, who's a lovely lady, who's moved, actually moved back to Perth and I'm doing some work with again now, uh, who did the inside, give it that really soft, uh, nice touch. Yeah, it's good. More, more uh, it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful venue. Um, and now you've got another one on the cards. So can we share a little bit um, for the audience with that one? Another two actually coming on. Um, one I can't really talk about just yet, but <laughs> uh, uh, we, we're gonna take over the uh, Rosie O'Grady side on the 1st of January. Awesome. Uh, and create Johnny Foxes, which will be a modern uh, Irish bar. Very cool. Uh, Johnny then, Foxes. Yeah, and then a band room next door, which we'll ret- we want to really kick up with live music, um, try to get some good lo- local live music going on, and uh, less Irish in that, in that bar, and more just everything. Everything goes. Yeah. So what sort of what sort of vibe? In the in the in the band room. Like, uh, are we talking sort of like uh, what was um, Jackrabbit Slims before? Black Betty's, are we talking right. like that type of, you know, all different types of bands rolling, yep. rolling through? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, just a, a good band room with any any type of music, anything goes. Um, it's, it's a good size, it's a great room, and, and artists seem to love it. Yeah. And uh, now, um, just you, you touched on COVID, uh, no traveling, but there was also mm. some pretty big impacts for your businesses um, from sort of March. March onwards, uh, yeah, we're still restricted huge. with numbers. So, how how have you gone with that? How have you you found those challenges? Uh, okay. Well, you know, for the industry, it's it's been pretty hard, and I, I feel really bad for well for Melbourne uh, and and any other state that goes back into lockdown because they were locked down for a lot longer than we were. Mm. We've certainly just got a light brush so far. Mm. Fingers crossed. Mm. Um, look, it was it, it was a really challenging time. I had to let uh, eighty staff go. Uh, I'd just come back from uh, overseas buying some stuff for, for this venue. Uh, so I was in quarantine uh, and had to do that over, over you know, Skype, which wasn't ideal. Uh, you know, it's just, and, it's, and, it, and the rules just kept changing. Mm-hmm. So it was really hard to, to keep abreast of uh, the changes. And I you know, understand that it's, it's just how it was. It just, everyone had to evolve and adapt. Um, but we tried to get the, the, the team back in as soon as we could, um, which was back within the first month. 
and we just got everyone doing cleaning and odd jobs and just to keep people uh, occupied, I suppose, yep. too. Engaged. Yep. We did some charity work with uh, Oz Harvest, did, did up meals out of, out of La Chaleta uh, each week, um, painting. We were just doing whatever we could to keep busy. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, as, as the restrictions eased a little bit, uh, trying to get the staff back and uh, more, more casual staff back, which has been quite challenging, uh, and just rolling with it. This venue has, has been uh, is, is a lot easier just because it's so open and outdoors. Um, but La Chalita was, you know, we started off with takeaway and then it was 20 people and then it was 50 people. And mm. yeah, it's, it's, been, it's, it's been hard for, for the industry. Yeah. But, uh, you know, on the flip side of that, the customers coming back in have been uh, over eager to consume, mm. to, to, to be out, to party, to, to drink. Socialise, yeah. Yeah, it's been great. Yeah. No uh, holidaying six, overseas, so no. they're doing their Bali Beach Club right here. Absolutely. Mm. They're either renovating their house, <laughs> buying a full drive, or, or going out <laughs> eating and drinking. <laughs> or going up north yeah. uh, to Exmouth or, uh, or Coral Bay. So <clears throat> did you have a lot of staff, would you have a lot of staff um, that would be um, sort of backpackers or travelling? Yes. Um, so, yeah, so that's hit you as well. Yeah, it's a real yeah. pinch. Yeah. It's, 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 a, it's a real pinch on Friday and Saturday nights for those you know, few shifts there. You just need few more hours, people. Yeah. yeah, and they're not big shifts, but the backpacking community was, was, would fill it and it'd be great. Yeah. And we don't have that at the moment. So it's the team's stretched yeah. everywhere. To make it all you know, work. We, we still haven't got back to full trading hours because we don't have enough staff. Yeah. Mm. So, well, let's hope that 2021 has a bit more certainty than 2020. Yeah, it's it's a it's a crazy time, mm. crazy time. And so, all right, let's let's fast forward in 10 years' time. What's Clint up to? Um, <laughs> has he then just acquired another six venues? And he, are, are all the venues in Perth we're going to go to um, got Clint's hand on it? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm sure my, my lady would wish that uh, uh, that was not the case. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, things, things pop up. Uh, I, you know, I like to keep busy, um, but I don't know. I don't know where I'm going to be in 10 years' time. Yeah, just yeah. Enjoying, enjoying the next challenge of yeah, the next two venues and keeping the other ones pumping. I'm just enjoying the ride. Yeah. Well, Clint, um, yeah, from an outside looking in, um, well done, mate. I'm, uh, I've done a bar, I've done a restaurant before, and they're both difficult restaurants even more so. Yeah, so, um, yeah, full respect to you, mate, because um, there's not too many people in Perth that are uh, long-time um, operators, and, and you've been one of them. So well done on being a, an industry leader um, in that space. Thanks. Yeah, there, there's some, some great operators in, in, in Perth now. When I first came over there, there wasn't a lot going on and everything was fairly similar, but now it's going out in Perth, it's fun. Mm. Like, there's so many venues to go to and people have got their own flair and their own style and it, it, makes, for, it makes for great entertaining. Mm. Mm. And brings more people over to our state and, and our city as well, which can only be a good thing. Yeah, always good. Yeah. Well, very good to chat, mate. Thank you. <laughs> that was great.